0: The end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-Z.
1: The end times continue.
0: Da, 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 da. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end times continue. Recording on this, the 5th of February. I am Dino, and you are. And I am ace. Boy, howdy. Wow, that cut off kind of quick. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of just ended <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's a little overcompressed, I think. Um like, all right, I'm gonna check out now. Yeah. <laughs> <On his left. laughs> well, goodness gracious. <laughs> um well, you, you just you just blew my mind right before we started recording it, so I'm a little thrown. <laughs> um <laughs> um Uh, I I said the thing. I said all the things. How have you been? Yeah.
1: Balloon China. Balloon China. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been, man? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, How have you been?
0: I have been all right. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking with Limited Supply Designs on uh, Revolution Solution, Uh, that uh, episode would have come out Friday, so if you're interested, go give that a listen. I just wanted to plug that up top, just before I forget, because I did forget to tweet the day it came out,
1: so... (laughs) Oh. I've done that a few times after I've been on some podcasts, and I feel horrible about it. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to, like, retweet this and shout him out. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, yeah. but, um, it's, uh... It's, uh... That was an interesting conversation we were able to have. I like him. He's cool. Um... So, uh, this thread—we should talk about this thread first. I want to get to the balloon so goddamn bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, the response to our episode about Tyree Nichols thing—I am, mm-hmm. I'm impressed with it. I think it's, I think it's been very good. Yeah. Um. I think people i'm 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 undeterred you know i was listening to that episode and i'm thinking yeah maybe it is kind of an echo chamber that we're seeing more people who are who are sort of sick and tired of this you know what i mean um but i think it's not
1: i i I think even if it is an echo chamber there's a lot more echoes in the chamber now uh Right. than there once were so you know maybe that's not indicative of the wider sphere but at least you know in, in our little corner it seems to be improving
0: I, I agree with you I think that's absolutely the case um, which is a very good thing and there was yeah. in it, pursuant to that there was a thread that was posted on the 28th of January um that I thought was fascinating um I'll just I'll just read the thread. It's from uh, Katie Sponsler on Twitter. Uh, I have been taught to yell, quote, stop resisting and, quote, drop your weapon after firing a gun because bystanders will remember you said it and their memory will automatically reverse the order of events to make it make sense.
1: Their testimony will support yours because of this. That is an incredible statement right there um because I, so for anyone who who maybe has never been in like an adrenaline rush scenario a scenario where they have adrenaline pumping through their body um uh and this is also why you're told never to talk to cops is that after you've been in uh, like a, a high stress situation mm-hmm. is that you cannot properly remember what happened to you in that time that like is your, true like your body and brain kind of go on autopilot for a little bit in to a certain degree um like a fight or flight response and this can often, like, trigger you to have a false recollection of events. Um, that
0: Absolutely. Happen. And and this is something interesting that Lady Jane was talking about, actually, a little bit ago. Um, she had seen from a defense attorney, uh, she had seen something, it was a tweet or something like that. I can't remember what she said it was, but uh, he had said that you don't want to, or that he doesn't, rather, Um, upon meeting a client for the first time, just ask, you know, Hey, what happened? Tell me what happened because getting arrested Mm. is such a traumatic event that stuff just won't be there. It'll come back later, but you'll just have forgotten key, key important details. You will have forgotten in the uh, trauma of having been arrested, right? Um, which is uh, absolutely the case. I think. But in in this in this instance, she's talking about witnesses and stuff. And if you're around something like that happening, yeah, it's stressful and you're going to misremember.
1: Yeah. So what what the uh, what the lady in that thread said about like how she says stop resisting right after she fires the gun, almost to give like a retroactive justification for why she fired the gun in the first place.
0: This is something Uh, that they have taught. Um. This is something that they have taught people to do in some self-defense classes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen it done, uh, especially sort of back in the day, um, especially with women, is that they would teach women that if you're going to shoot a guy, just yell, uh, put your hands up and don't come any closer, and then just start shooting. Mm Mm-hmm because the the assumption is someone will hear you hear you give that warning or whatever and it will uh, reduce whatever liability you might have if it, if the shoot wasn't right. totally justified.
1: Right, right.
0: Um so so people have been taught to do that. It's stupid and wrong. And it's not yeah. going to be to charge. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would, would suggest that that's not how this works. <laughs>
1: but I think even more powerful, it makes like, um, people on the fence or like passers by bystanders, like have this almost innate assumption. It gives them this innate assumption that you're the reasonable one here. Yes, uh, exactly. I mean? um, especially it, it when you're dealing do with police, that impression. Yeah. Oh, especially when you're doing that with police. Yeah.
0: So the, uh, she says that and then she says I've been told to quote loosen up and have fun. It's fun. Why are you so serious? When doing a shoot don't shoot don't shoot scenario training. I've been told that de-escalation techniques will get me and other officers killed and as a smaller law enforcement officer, I was justified in escalating my use of force faster than my colleagues because I was always in danger so I should use it. I've been told my only job is to go home at night. <laughs> Yeah, they tell that to fucking cops, dude. They, that is shit yeah. that they say to cops. Right. That, that, and it's fucking it's a fucking lie. Um, yeah. I've been told all these things in formal, controlled, and regulated police academies. I've gone through three. I've heard some of these things more than once. When I questioned these things in my third academy and stated that they were inconsistent with the ethics of policing, I was kicked out of the academy on my last day. I'd completed and excelled at all the graded tasks, but was told, quote, You aren't what we want in our force. <laughs> I loved my job. I gave a lot to do it for five years. In that time, I never broke leather on my holster. I never fired my taser. I put my hands on an individual twice, both times in a simple arm bar, to hold, uh, in a simple arm bar hold that immediately caused both individuals to comply. Neither individual was hurt. I've been in many sticky situations in that time, faced several armed individuals. I worked in a national park, yes, but, a high, but in a high-crime area. Being a park ranger means working alone most of the time. I could not afford to escalate a situation, and I didn't. In four words, a police academy commander ended my career. Quote, you don't belong here. After 16 years of federal service without a single complaint or write-up, I lost my chance of working the final four years I needed for retirement. With student loan debt, living in a new city with a teenager, I lost my job, my insurance, and the ability to use the education experience I had worked so hard to achieve. Um, she goes on to talk about uh, being a, a park ranger and things of that nature. Um, mm. But that's the, that's sort of where the, the police side of the story ends. Um, oh, she also says uh, during my campaign for the HOD, I got lambasted by my Republican opponent for saying, "Quote, I know cops. I've worked with them. Trained with them. Some of them are my friends, some are not, and some of them are murderers." Huh. <laughs> Which is just killer. Um Right. But yeah, that that thread I thought was very interesting because it's something that's not talked about very often, especially when people are constantly talking about, well, "We need better training. We need better training for these officers. We need better training." It's like, "Do you do you know the training they're getting now?"
1: Right. Yeah, I, I feel like people just throw out better training because they don't really understand what the problem is, and they feel, they feel like, well, uh, you know, it's this whole never attribute to malice what can be attributed to incompetence, um, you know, type right. thing, where it's just like, well, you know, they, they're just making mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. They're, these are just like little oopsies that they keep making because they're badly trained or poorly trained, and it's like, no, 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 this is what they're trained to do.
0: yes. Well, one of the—it's interesting that you say that because I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm sort of—I understand that, and I and I and I generally live by that—that that, that, that do, don't attribute to malice what can be attributed to ignorance, except that things that are malicious, I attribute to malice, right? Like, like murder, <laughs> right? I generally don't attribute things to ignorance that are malicious definitionally. Right. <laughs> so I think there's a slight failure in that assumption that people are making, and I think you're right. People are making that assumption, but I think there's a failure in it, in that it it sort of excuses that which is plainly malicious as ignorance.
1: Right. Right. It's it's like this whole like you know, uh, well, if we just have a better dictator, then communism will work eventually. Yeah. Uh, it's like well. No, uh,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing. I, I I was I was glad that she posted that thread. I've got no reason not to believe her. And and given the people involved with law enforcement, who I have known, all that tracks. You know what I mean? Um, And I have known several. I've known people who were sheriff's deputies and people yeah. who were, you know, in those situations. All this tracks with how they're trained. Absolutely. Mm hmm. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise me a bit, and that is again like the, the the I mean, I think you said it you said it correctly that that there's the the it's not the
1: training. Yeah, no, it, it's it's like sure you could say that they could be trained differently, but ultimately when you think of okay, what is the cop's job as a role in, in the role of a law enforcement officer? Right, right. Their job is. To enforce the laws. How do they enforce the laws? Well, they have to use violence or else the law is not going to get enforced. Um, So it's kind of like intrinsic to the nature of their job uh, that this violence happens. Um, You could say that, you know, maybe that, you know, some amount of training here and there might make some marginal differences in certain places. Um, I'm I'm certainly open to that possibility. But uh, it would never change the intrinsic role of the job as constructed.
0: The nature of the job.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's a. Uh,
0: it's I uh, I don't know. I was. I was fascinated by this thread, though, and I um I I applaud her posting it because it's not it's not popular to do. Um, mm-hmm. it's not popular to be honest about that. Uh, anytime, anytime one of these guys who was a deputy or whatever tells me something that happened while they were a cop, uh. They, they always, they are very, very careful to tell me to speak to no one about it. Right. There are instances, stories that I've heard of terrible, terrible abuses uh, carried out against people, um, that I, I, I've, I've been told explicitly, don't, don't say nothing of this. Right. <laughs> um and i was told no, those things it, in confidence it, it, by people who left for those reasons so i'm not gonna break that confidence and tell the stories here but but i i i do have the
1: stories. <laughs> right it's um it's interesting to me too right you know there's always this double standard and we talk about this a lot obviously but it's like it i i feel i always feel like this should be something that's obvious to people and it's not it's it's a simple fact that look whenever you um promote someone to a certain position of authority in society where they have special powers and legal rights that you do not possess, um, the chance that they're going to violate you um, with those powers is greatly increased, right? That I, I don't think that should be, like, novel or, um, you know, strange to say. Yeah. Um, it's not weird. It's like... If, if any of us, like, were talking to some, like, normie or something, we said, let's imagine there was some, like, grocery store or some corporation or something that, uh, you know, had your business no matter what and no matter how badly it treated you, it would just always take a portion of your money and incorporate it into its own uh, investment uh, and you had no say in the matter. Um, you would probably feel like they would probably give you a bad service. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like nothing. None of, your, none of your complaints are actually going to materialize into anything uh, real uh, because you're still going to be forced to pay them. Um, and when when they're doing that, when, if you talk to most people, when you phrase it like that, they're like, oh, yeah, I would never trust, you know, some corporation to do that. That'd be awful. It's like, OK, now just apply that consistently and you'll arrive at our position. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will.
0: You If you if you think that you actually agree with us, you just don't want to. Yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Which is the same thought I had look i I haven't i I don't think I've actually ever said this, but my initial it wasn't um but a few years ago uh it was probably uh, when did I first start using like the Dino file's name on Twitter? It would have been maybe six no more than six years ago, probably seven or eight, mhm-. I was an undergrad at the time. And I balked at the term cuz Pete used to use it a lot. The term cop sucker. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um I balked at that. I was like mm-hmm. cuz I was a, I was kind of a uh you know, I was never like a back the blue guy. I always I never I never appreciated when I had an interaction with police. Uh-huh. But um but I was kind of on that sort of. I, well, I mean, I'm. A, I'm I grew up post nine eleven for the most of my life, so I. I, mm-hmm. I kind of. <laughs> I had that sort of cultural frame, where it was like, "Oh well, no, cops are the good guys, ultimately, right?" Um, <laughs> right. For a long time, even after being an anarchist Twitter for a little bit and being part of this sort of milieu, um. Uh, it didn't take long for that to go away but part of it was exactly what you just described like thinking about like well if in any other situation this would be mm-hmm. horrible and and obviously right. inefficient and terrible but I, I, people, people just don't want to give in to that fact
1: there's a, uh, it, it very much. Yeah. I always find that the most, um, influential argument to use, um, when we're talking about like anarchism to normies, right. Is to say that, look, you already believe things that we believe. We're just believing them a hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. uh, in, in all the places they apply. We just don't make um, there's, excuses. There's, right. Exactly. Um, th- we make no carve outs for these people. Um, uh, th- there's, um, this great, um video of milton friedman and he's i think he's doing his i think he was doing his eye pencil uh or free to choose lecture um and, and this woman comes up to him and she starts asking him about the like the gender pay gap right in the, the um the wage gap
0: i think i know where um, you're going
1: i think i know where you're going and, yeah and he's like look i'm on your side but you're not i'm on huh? your side <laughs> that quote if you go back yeah. and listen to an old episode of xenophiles
0: that quotes in the intro
1: yeah, yeah. I'm it, on your side, it, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but really, it, it very much, uh, you know, it's like I, I don't mean to be presumptuous, say that I know better for all these people, but there's a certain element where it's like, look, I'm merely taking your thinking and going all the way with it. That's all yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, really, that's, to me, that's what separates most, like, let's say, uh, most everyone, really, because, you know, whenever you point out a contradiction, it, unless, it's a, unless it's a literal dichotomy, you don't really know which one is false. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, when you have a contradiction, you don't know which of the things contradicting are actually correct. Or maybe some of them are both incorrect in their own way. Um it, It's very so when you're doing that, like you can point that out to people. Uh, but a lot of times, when people have these different beliefs and they are conflicting, they are just never reconcile them. Right? They just hold them together in different time, you know, different yep. ways. Um, uh, and I think that when th- that the strongest advocacy for anarchism is always going to people where they are and taking look. You already believe this, um, and if you believe this, then you should believe this too. And then you just keep like pulling them inch by inch towards um, yeah towards end. To to point out um, like
0: we agree on this. Yes. The difference is that you're you're not being consistent. Why are you making a carve out in right. this place for for this idea? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean that's that's I I was and and obviously you know different different approaches or different people require different approaches. I'm not saying mm-hmm, yeah. I'm not saying walk up to people and be like, "Why are you inconsistent?" No, that's, that's Right, yeah, yeah. Don't weird do Don't weird, weird and autistic and you're going to turn yeah. people off. But um yeah. <laughs> um but but I I you're absolutely correct. There's a there's there's some power in that and that's ultimately what I mean that's that's that describes the what used to be the meme about, like, well, you're six weeks away from anarchism once you hit libertarianism, right? Um, that that, that used to be a meme that a lot of people identified with before mm-hmm. the post libertarian thing happened, right? Um, because now it seems like it might be the case that once you hit libertarianism, you're six weeks away from being a post libertarian. <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like the meme with like the uh you know uh choose your path meme where it's like the little kid and on the left side there's a cat nice castle and then there's an evil castle on the other <laughs> side and you're at a fork in the road and it's like
0: choose <laughs> choose your path. Yeah, yeah. Choose choose which six weeks is gonna happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, I just thought that was an interesting thread. Um like I said, it rings true based on all the stories I've heard. Um and the people who I've spoken to, and it makes sense that they would drum somebody out who says, but this isn't part of the ethics of what we're supposed to be doing. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're absolutely getting drummed out if you say that. Oh, yeah. The blue wall protects itself. Right. Okay, so there's another thing. Uh, the other thing we were going to talk about today. <laughs> uh, the balloon? <laughs> yeah, apparently apparently somebody... somebody uh, at a birthday party let go of a balloon yeah and it was floating over the country for many
1: days um, it was mass hysteria yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, but this must have been one like uh you know in uh, what was it 1930 when orson wells was reading war of the world on radio and people <laughs> thought it was like a real thing uh, you know and they thought oh my god it's the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Okay, uh,
0: I think I'll just... Uh, here, let me run through the timeline real quick of this balloon. So, on the 28th of January, this balloon entered U.S. airspace uh, north uh, of the... I'm assuming this is pronounced Aleutian Islands in Alaska, though I'm not positive that that's how you pronounce that. Uh, it then entered Canadian airspace of the Northwest Territories. And re-entered U.S. airspace on January thirty-first over northern Idaho. Flew over the Midwest out towards South Carolina, and it was shot down over the Atlantic as soon as it was over uh, as soon as it had passed over South Carolina. Shot down by an F twenty-two, which I was surprised, and I actually told this to my brother. I was surprised they didn't send out an F thirty-five to as just like as a as a like.
1: As like a PR thing for the F-35. It, it would have been embarrassing when the balloon uh destroyed the uh, F-35 <laughs> It would have been very bad optics. <laughs> You're right. You're 100% right. But what was funny was that it was
0: for days, days, I had been hearing, well, you can't send anything up to intercept it because nothing can fly at that altitude. It's, oh you can't send anything up there to intercept it. For days, I was hearing that. And then they immediately, they just sent... An F twenty two and shot it down. Yeah, like yeah, because the ceiling on those the ceiling on those jets, you know, you can't really break uh, sixty thousand feet. You can't really do it. And they just did it. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about it too is that there was a Bloomberg report. And this is the last thing, and then we can get into, the, into, uh, into what you wanted yeah. to say about it. But there was a Bloomberg report not long after it broke. Oh, I should have pointed out that this was, the news of this was broken by citizens. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> the government didn't come out and say it was there. It was being cited by people on the ground. And, and like the news media was corroborating these sightings and being like, no, there's definitely a balloon there and it's definitely flying over the Midwest and it's definitely got some solar shit hanging off of it. This is definitely real. (laughs) Um, it was, and so it, it ended up that the government came out and said, yeah, it's real. Um. I'm not sure when it was. It on the on the on the second or the third that the government came out and said it was real. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's funny about it? Bloomberg
1: reported. I, I think the Pentagon even said. I, I don't have the quote right here, but I I, I think from memory, the Pentagon said, "We're not going to tell you exactly where it is. If you want to find it, look up." So they didn't even <laughs> say the exact coordinates of like where it was over at the time jesus Uh, everyone was just like looking out their window uh looking to see if it was passing over uh where they were oh my god well the uh the
0: uh united states government knew about this thing for a very long time and actually i was telling a guy as soon as the news of it kind of broke for real and people were talking about it um i was up at i was up at the school and I was talking to one of the guys up at the school, and, and, and he said, what do you think about this thing? And I, said, and I told him, I said, they knew, they knew it was there. They've known it was there for a long time. I said, this thing's flying in, in non-commercial airspace. It's above the ceiling for commercial airspace, where, where most commercial flights happen. It's about 30,000 feet. Um, a higher than that as well in some cases, but it's not like, it, this,
1: is, this is way outside of what's commercial airspace. If they did not know about it, I would want to audit the entire federal government. I exactly. mean, I do anyway. I especially want to. <laughs> but how uh, did you not know about it? Yeah, not. right. And
0: and theoretically, it would have an RF signal of some kind that would make it stick yeah. out on 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 sensors on certain sensors. So there's no there's no reason they wouldn't know this thing existed as soon as it was over the U.S. Um, which ended up being the case. There was a Bloomberg report that came out. Um. I, that I only saw after having made that claim to this man, um, that said, uh, uh, from the Bloomberg report said, as it turns out, us authorities were well aware of the unidentified object that had entered American airspace on January 28th and had then left and reentered over Northern Idaho on Tuesday, but with such a high profile trip at state, keeping it on the down low was key. By the time the thing became visible in Montana, president Joe Biden had already been briefed and the white house was scrambling to decide whether to blast it from the sky. Uh, the gravity of the situation was only exacerbated by Montana being home to the Maelstrom Air Force Base, which houses a large portion of the U.S.'s Minuteman intercontinental ballistic missiles. Now, what was um, the trip that's being referred to? There is Blinken's trip to China. They did not want to cause a problem. You have to pronounce it like
1: like Trump, but like uh, China, <laughs> China, China,
0: China. Yes, that's a, So that was the China. That was the. That was what was. That was the trip that was being referenced there. That's why they kept this under wraps when they noticed it when it first entered U.S. airspace, (laughs) (laughs) which of course they noticed it when it first entered U.S. airspace. I don't know why that wasn't people's immediate assumption. Right. Because when this thing had been over U.S. airspace and nobody had said anything about it and it ended up being people Mm -hmm. who pointed it out and were like, there's a thing up there. Can somebody tell us what's up there? um right yeah i don't know why everyone's assumption wasn't they must have known about this for a long time (laughs) like
1: yeah right
0: but in any case uh i i think people just again people just really really have a lot of faith in government to tell them what's going on um (laughs) but it ended up being that this was a uh well (laughs) nominally supposedly <laughs> It ended up being that this was a chinese spy balloon using a solar yeah. uh there's a a a, a, a solar powered system for uh directing itself and it it does direct itself under its own power um it 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 it, uh, it can make decisions as far as well i don't want to say that it it can be directed it has a path it's following um uh-huh. And it's not just at the mercy of, of the wind, right? It, it, can, it can actively choose where it's going. Um, and that's what the whole little chunk of solar stuff on the bottom of it's for. Uh, at least in part, um, whatever apparatuses are there for collecting information, I don't know, and we probably never will. Yeah, yeah. But! But? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you found something interesting about this
1: yeah so um you know during this whole thing right everyone is uh you know kind of all up in arms some people some you know the usual suspects are all like well we need to go to war with china now oh yeah we gotta bomb
0: china immediately
1: because they uh, sent over the, the, the helium monster over our houses. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then there's the that's oh. the thing that it was, is it was those people. And then there were people who were just just so fucking just absolutely overdosing on copium about the fact that Biden's a feckless retard. The, the people are like, people are just like, well, you, you just can't shoot it down. It's impossible to shoot it down. It just can't be done. Why are you all saying that Biden should just <laughs> shoot the thing down? It can't be done. That's why he hasn't done it yet is because it can't be done. Um. Yeah. <laughs> People are. <laughs> Everyone's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know there there was a bunch of hysteria um about this balloon, and you know you know there's all these, and I'm not even saying like all these concerns are completely unwarranted. You know, it's like it's kind of weird to have a, a spy balloon over your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a weird thing, right? Look, shooting it down um,
0: was the right thing to do when they first saw yeah. it. Right. It's like uh, why why is one of your balloons over over people's houses? We're shooting down your stupid right? balloon.
1: Keep your right. balloons out uh, of the country. Yeah. And you know, if that was people's consistent, you know, uh um you know, intuition there, their uh, you know, orientation on that those types of matters, I th- I'd be pretty happy with that. Sure. Um now one problem presents itself and um this is an article I'm going to like read part of. From the Guardian um, almost four years ago. All right. August of 2019 is the publication date on yes. this. Yes. Yes. Um, Pentagon testing mass surveillance balloons across the U.S. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the U.S. military is conducting a wide area surveillance test across six Midwest states using experimental high altitude balloons. Documents filed with the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, uh, reveal up to 25 unmanned solar-powered balloons are being launched from rural South Dakota and drifting 250 miles through an area spanning portions of Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Missouri, before concluding in central Illinois. Uh... (laughs) So they, this is remember almost four years ago, and yep. we open. This is you know being written about openly. Um, our the the own our own United States government is launching and has launched spy balloons over your house. Spy balloons that are powered um, in the
0: same way, with that same exact yeah. Same it's the way. it's that out that outfitted with that solar system on
1: there that we saw on the yes. quote Chinese balloon. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, also, the um traveling in the stratosphere of, of uh, at altitudes of up to 650,000 feet, uh, which is exactly 000. the same. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What I mean. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, 65,000 feet, which is the exact uh, altitude the Chinese balloon was at. Um, yes. Yeah. So the intent of here is to provide persistent surveillance system to locate and deter narcotics trafficking. That is the state of reason um for these spy balloons um and these spy balloons uh mind you um they can track vehicles day and night through uh, cloud cover apparently as they did in here so you know it doesn't matter like uh you know as long as the weather conditions are not absolutely terrible for these balloons um they can pretty much just remain in the air and have a constant surveillance um apparatus above you pretty much um
0: This is, uh, Sierra Nevada is the military contractor that was building these things, the Sierra Nevada Corporation. Yes. Um, let's see what they're, uh, I'm I'm trying to find a picture of the actual thing. You know, it's possible we might not be able to find a picture of the actual one. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. All I'm seeing are renders, um, Mm -hmm. and that's not really reliable. Right. Um, but this story is everywhere. It's in Newsweek. Because um, yeah. I, what I searched was Sierra Nevada Corporation solar balloon spy system minus China. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get anything from the China spy balloon results. Yeah. And it is it, this story is everywhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely everywhere. Yeah, um, the balloons are—they say—are carrying a high-tech, high-tech radars designed to simultaneously track many individual vehicles, day or night, through any kind of weather. Um, so that's what they're equipped to do. That's Jesus. their uh, capacity. Um, and you know, it's funny. Uh, obviously, you know, it's—it's it's not an apples-to-apples situation because the, the Chinese balloon was actually spotted, but um, this article is four and a half years old. It's been public that. The government has been doing this or has at least planned to do it at the very very least yeah the biggest thing
0: well, that they have it. the um, like they, that they have the technology to, have do it. License
1: to do it yep. yeah yep
0: found a picture oh my oh. god you tell me this isn't okay this is deflated um but because it's 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 near the ground um, just like my hopes and dreams <laughs> I just send it to you in a message <laughs> Now you okay, tell let's. me this is not the exact same system.
1: Oh yeah, that looks exact. Yeah, it's deflated. Obviously, it's not. It, it, there's no, it's not full of like helium or whatever. But uh, yeah, that looks exactly like the balloon that was shot down. It's exactly like the, exact... the
0: same. The difference between the two is the yeah. solar array layout on the on the balloon, right. the, the quote unquote Chinese balloon. The solar array is laid out uh, to the sides of whatever the module uh-huh. is in the middle that they're powering. And on this, the yeah. solar array extends down from the bottom of the balloon and then the modules on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Here I got a good picture of the of the Chinese balloon too. We can compare. This is the exact same
1: tech. Yeah. Yeah, no it absolutely is. Yeah, it look. Yeah, the only difference is that in the in the Chinese picture it's actually inflated. That's the only difference. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> now, I'm not look, I don't know if look, I mean, this isn't a I'm not going to say this isn't hard to do. Like obviously, making something that can go in the stratosphere be powered by solar and spy on the ground is like a complicated uh-huh. task, but it's not it's obviously not impossible. <laughs> so, I'm um, right. I'm I don't know, like I can't say for sh- I uh I love the idea. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. So, my brother um has doubts. About the Chinese origin of this balloon. hmm Now, there's no reason that I know of that he would have those doubts. I didn't ask. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know specifically what he thinks the alternative is. I didn't ask. And there are reasons I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but he has his doubts. He, 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 he didn't say uh, that it's a false flag or that this may well be an American balloon. He didn't say that mm. and he would have no reason to know
1: right <laughs> but um he did not not say that exactly exactly <laughs>
0: exactly yeah
1: uh yeah looking at the pictures they look identical the only difference is we said is one is inflated one is not uh right but the, like the structural layout to me looks the exact same
0: it is the exact, same. I mean, that's the thing, is this, yeah. so this, again, obviously, this is like, I mean, if you're going to have a weather balloon with a solar-powered module that spies on the ground, there's kind of one way to design that. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, yeah, you
1: don't really, you know, you don't need to be all fancy with it, uh, you can be yeah. very careful, and that seems to be the layout here. It's
0: a chair, there's one meaningful way to design a chair, there's one meaningful way to design a weather balloon with a solar-powered spy yeah. module on it, like, I I get right. it, of course they're going to look similar. But yeah. <laughs> they look incredibly similar. <laughs> <laughs> and this program was going on uh since 2019 according to this article.
1: <laughs> it's like in Gotham City with all the police uh, zeppelins yes! probably, like everywhere, you know.
0: <laughs> now, this is um there was Jay Stanley, senior policy analyst at America at the ACLU, said, "We do not think American cities should be subject to wide area surveillance in which every vehicle could be tracked wherever they go."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Amazing. <laughs> what a thought. We shouldn't do this to people. Oh.
1: Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the meme of it's like um, there's two pictures. One is a picture. It, so the the thing that took the picture was a drone flying. And uh, it's a picture of on one side, it's this uh, indigenous male who's like on it appears to be on one of these islands where, you know, they're secluded from like the rest of society and civilization. Like they don't interact with the rest of the world, very tribal and indigenous. Um, And he's like the the picture is him like using a bow and arrow, pulling back on the string, about to shoot the drone, trying to shoot the the other picture. And the other picture is like some Midwest American dude throwing a beer bottle at the. (laughs) and and the tagline is like war net war war never changes (laughs) it's like there's a human instinct when something is flying above your head just to want to annihilate it and it's like that you have to take it down yeah yeah (laughs) so this was a this was a
0: very interesting a very interesting thing that you found. I I wouldn't be surprised. Now you had said that China had taken responsibility for the balloon.
1: So yes, they uh, apparently they they did. They uh, they were very displeased that the U.S. shut it down. From one report that I saw, this was I think this CNN I'm reading. Um, China see. has expressed its strong dis- dissatisfaction and protest against the decision. Um, uh, the foreign ministry said in a statement.
0: It's a civilian airship used for airship. Used for research. Doesn't isn't a ship definitionally supposed to carry other things? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mainly meteorological purposes, affected by the westerlies and with limited self steering capability, the airship deviated far from its planned course. The Chinese side regrets the unintended entry of the airship onto US airspace due to force majeure. The Chinese side will continue communicating with the U.S. side and properly handle this unexpected situation caused by force majeure. They really wanted to be clear that this was this was an act of God that <laughs> right. brought this We balloon... definitely did not drive this balloon <laughs> <right> here, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right. Totes. Uh, so, uh, uh. Defense Department Press Secretary Patrick Ryder said we are aware of China's statement. However, the fact is, we know it's a surveillance balloon, and I'm not going to be able to be more specific
1: than that. We know it's a surveillance balloon because we have ten back there. Yeah, we got the exact same model. China's like, hey, can I copy your homework? And they're just like... (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah, no,
0: that's exactly right. That is exactly right. We 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 know it's a we know it's a surveillance balloon because we compared the pictures of it to the one we got hanging over there. And It'd be so
1: funny if this lead back to China stealing our IP and they stole the design for the balloon.
0: That's what I'm wondering. Actually, I was thinking about that. Could it be? Could it be that Sierra Nevada Corporations uh, that they were building their shit in China? And every yeah. time you build anything in China, the IP belongs to the Chinese government. Like you can't. Stop that from happening. That would be incredible. That would be so funny. That would be so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I believe this whole thing caused Blinken's trip to be canceled. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The secretary explained that in light of this ongoing issue, it would not be appropriate to visit Beijing at this time. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said. (laughs) He underscored the United States Exactly. He underscored the United States is committed to diplomatic engagement and will be maintaining open lines of communication and that he would be prepared to visit Beijing as soon as conditions allow. So as soon as everyone's forgotten about the spy balloon, you <laughs> <he> can come.
1: <laughs> <over>. Spying <laughs> on American citizens, that's our job, motherfucker. That's exactly. We're you, right. not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I'll put these pictures in the, in the, in the, in the description of the show or link to them or something, because this is like, this, this is not like, again, there's a slight layout difference between the, the way that the solar cells are aligned. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the quote unquote Chinese one looks more like a, it looks more like a satellite. You think of a satellite looking where it's got the, the solar array going off the side of it, like, like wings almost. And then, uh, but then, just
1: an angle. Do you think that could just be an angle of the picture? Well, no, because you, no, you see
0: it on the other side too, blocking the balloon a little bit at the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they're going out the side. Um, and then the the other one has it like has them like in a line from the balloon itself, the solar uh-huh. cells. So yeah, there's a there's a difference there, but. <laughs> It's not dramatic. Like, that's a V1 right. versus V2 type difference. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let us copy your homework, but we won't make it look like, you know, we copied your homework. <laughs> I'm making
0: that meme as soon as we're done with the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't make it look like you copied it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I have to make that meme. I'm going to. I already know exactly (laughs) what I'm going to do with it too. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Okay, so the U.S. uh, This is the thing. I've seen nobody... You you are the... You you are aware I heard of this. I have seen nobody talking about the fact that this is a program that the United States has
1: had for at least four years. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. And that was my big thing. It's like... Uh, It's like, yeah, okay. I'm glad you're upset that there's a spy balloon spying, potentially spying on you right now. Uh, Where is this outrage when the United States government has publicly been doing this for four years? Yeah. Right. And here's the thing,
0: if they were publicly doing it for four years, you know, the program is well underway for another four years before that. Oh, oh, yeah. You know. At least. I'm just I'm. (sighs) I'm a little flabbergasted. Yeah. Because you sent this, and I was like, I, I was originally, and I told you this before we started recording. Um, I was originally like, ah, we're going to have to talk about the balloon thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess we got to discuss it. And then you sent me this, and it was like, oh, we have to discuss the balloon
1: thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These pictures, I, I'm, these pictures will be uh, linked in the description or in the description themselves, one of the two, um, because mm-hmm. they are just fascinating. I I can't I I cannot convey properly just how hilarious this is. I I guess it's funny. Um, Ugh. outside of the fact that it's, that it's horrific that the U.S. <laughs> yeah, government's been I... doing this,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm not sure how to I, I feel yeah, it. no. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like on one hand, oh wow, this is. And then on another hand, you're like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. uh, it really is like, uh, you know, hey, that's our job. You're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, also, the the entire takes that I was seeing, uh, you know, on the timeline uh, the past couple of days talking about like, uh, this is a declaration of war. It's like, if we go to World War Three over a balloon, I will torture you all in hell. Like, yeah, I, I, will, I will never let you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're really if that is your limit, please seek psychological help right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so strange. It's not horrible, but it, the, the the constant, like, let's start World War Three, let's go, let's do this. Well, like, you know how many in nations insane, the United girl? States has spied on, and it wasn't a declaration of war. How many, how many like democratically elected leaders they killed, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. (laughs) And this is your limit. This is your step too
0: far. Yeah, this is where you draw a line. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, the reaction to it, I thought, I thought what was the funniest thing about the reaction to it was, um, just like, like that, the number of people who were coping over the fact that Biden didn't do anything about it, um,
1: right. Which which makes me what, do think. Do you expect him to fly? Do you expect yeah. him to like uh, fly and poke it with a stick? <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? You yes. expect so
0: much of these people. Yeah. yeah, I expect him to go up there with a safety pin and just pop the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I don't. I. I the, the number of people who were just coping over that, and to me, like, what, what it makes me think when I hear, "Oh, they knew about this." For a long time, uh they knew about it since it first entered u s airspace, maybe even mm-hmm. before, and they didn't do anything about it. They could have shot it down whenever they wanted. they elected not to um I can understand a couple of days maybe of sort of dilly dallying and 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 I would expect this more to be like hours. Mm -hmm. of like trying to figure out what do we do about this i mean can we shoot the thing down we gotta we gotta get a hold of we gotta get a hold of whoever's this is and i'm sure they identified it as china's early on because Mm -hmm. that would be again this thing's gonna have rf signatures it's gonna have all kinds of stuff that's gonna that's going that they're gonna know whose it is right um and so to me it's it makes me think that it's not the big deal to the U.S. government mm-hmm. that they decided to make it. Right. They didn't feel the need to go up there and shoot it down immediately. And it was flying over sensitive sites. Mm-hmm. And they didn't feel the need to go up there and shoot it down Im- immediately. They, they didn't go shoot it down until it was already out of the country. It was already off the coast of South Carolina before they shot it down. Mm-hmm. Why would you let it finish its transit?
1: Right. Well, my assumption is they want... Yeah. I I, I guess the idea was that, well, they wanted to shoot down over water. You know what I mean? But... You can shoot it down over the middle of nowhere. It was flying over the Midwest. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I I, could have shot it down, like, you know, it over Kansas. There's nothing there. There's no people there. It's it's not (laughs) a real state. (laughs)
0: I mean, it was up there, and it was up there in Idaho. What's there? What are you gonna do? Accidentally land in a potato field? Calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. I'm, uh, in in serious, no. In serious, serious, no. In seriously, though. Uh, in seriousness, Jesus Christ. In mm-hmm. seriousness, though, it, it's one of those things that, I mean, supposedly, right? A weather balloon crashed outside of Roswell. And it's like it landed on nothing. People saw it come down, but you know what's right below it. You know where it's going to land. You know what the wind conditions are on the way down. Mm-hmm. And it's over the Midwest. Like people, I mean, there's so much empty land. You <laughs> could have just knocked the thing down. Right. At any time, you didn't have to let it complete its transit. And and again, there's who knows? Is it is it transmitting live?
1: Right, that's also, yeah, that's a very good point.
0: I mean, I don't see any reason to wait for it to get out over water unless it's not transmitting live. And and if it's not transmitting live, why would it have, again, I'm assuming that there's the RF and, and the other sort of signals that you can track off the thing, but it would have mm-hmm. to be transmitting live something for that to exist. Right. Unless it was just a dumb, if it was just a dumb box taking pictures, there would be no right, right. communication for you to
1: pick up. Right? Yeah, I, I'm also yeah. I, I'm wondering like how exactly they determined so quickly it was a Chinese balloon. I mean, I you know, out out of my field, I have no idea how they would identify that unless they had a s- actual live signal. But you know, maybe right. maybe I'm sure they could somehow, but I don't know. It, it's just it. It kind of it. It throws me that they
0: let it complete its transit over the United States before shooting it down. And I I I wish it's one of those things that they. It's one of those things that it's, it seems like you might want to address that, like when right. when you the 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 if you work at the DoD at the DoD's office or the uh, I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you work at the uh, Department of Defense or if you work for the Secretary of State. Like, it seems like you might want to, when you're giving the presser out this, you might want to explain why you let that happen. Why you waited (laughs) until it was, until it completed its transit. Because again, if it's, if it's transmitting live, you didn't keep any data from anybody. Right. So that's a really good point. I, I just don't, I'm, I'm confused by it is all. I don't know. I don't know enough about the tech either to, to make any, any, any hard and fast assumptions. I just... I I know that things transmit sometimes (laughs) and that it doesn't really make much sense from like a, like a security perspective to destroy the thing that's transmitted all the data it wanted already.
1: Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I have no, I have no clue again. I have no clue exactly how they determined like what the balloon was doing. So I I really can't make a, an estimate on it. But yeah, I, I I do think it like, from what I understand, they wanted to shoot down over water. That's why they waited. But again, you know, th- there is a large amount of land out there down, probably fairly safely uh, without, you know, causing any type of harm. So it is kind of weird, like why they did commit all the way to waiting. But who knows?
0: Yeah, I just don't. I just don't get it. It's one of those things that yeah. it, it's it's a mystery to me. Yeah, Like I could I could maybe buy shooting it down over water, but it's like. There wasn't a body of water large enough that it passed over that you could have shot it down Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on the way. I mean, there's lakes all over the place. So there wasn't... It didn't pass over a body of water large enough, which I can understand. If it's going to fall from 60,000 feet, it could land somewhere unexpected, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. But out in the Midwest, it's like, there's so much empty land, I think you can safely assume it's not going to land on anyone. So it's just a—I don't know. It. it um, I want to assume malicious intent
1: is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I have a hard time doing that because I don't have enough information. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it—it kind of throws me. But I do know that it does just like this. Them, them saying we know it's a spy balloon. It's like yeah, because you've got one. Yeah. Or or several, you know. Yeah. It's a spy balloon because you recognize yep. whatever. Exactly. If there's a transponder yeah. or whatever on it, you know. Oh shit, that's one of ours.
1: <laughs> they're, they're like looking at their screen monitors, like looking at the picture of the balloon, and then they look over and then some like, like there's a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the one
0: missing. Yeah, I was like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Weird. oh man, it w-
0: it would be funny if it's because Sierra Nevada was was having them made in China. And so it <laughs> would
1: be a, a funny twist of fate.
0: The Chinese just had all the all the IP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am I am uh, I'm so glad you found that
1: because it (laughs) i I thought it was just really funny just like oh wow this is and like you know i assume most people don't know it know about that but it's 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 funny because it's like it's been out there public for anyone to find for almost four years
0: i i I have seen it nowhere else did you find it independently or did you see someone talking about it
1: no i saw someone repost it okay all right so you saw someone talking about it which is good at least someone is yeah, someone it's, there was someone who found this uh, and like posted it. So, Jesus, I'm I, it, <laughs> just like
0: this. I'm I'm. <sighs> it, it 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 always bums me out when stuff like that happens because it's the kind of thing where it's it's sort of like that's kind of what the press is for, mm-hmm. is to make those connections so people are aware of it. Yeah, that's kind of what journalists are supposed to do. It's kind of their job. Hmm. And I've seen none of it. From any of them. Right. Which is upsetting. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say disappointing, but frankly yeah, you my can't expectations really be are low. Well. Disappointed at this point. Yeah, yeah. trying to be disappointed at this point. You know? <laughs> yeah. The bar's on the floor, so I'm not really surprised, yeah. but
1: <laughs> still.
0: Yep. Um all right. Well, there is, uh, there was another thing that I can't remember, and I'm hoping that my memory is going to be jogged here in just a moment. But I'm, I'm not sure that's going to happen, and I don't want to rely on it. So. <laughs> uh, it yeah I don't know if do I don't
1: right. know if it was just me being completely like ignorant about something or about this week, but I feel like this was kind of a slow week like the balloon it was, was the very uh, everything I mean, was balloon related everything yeah everything was a balloon
0: everything was balloon related um there hasn't been much movement um after i guess just to follow up on the on the Tyree Nichols thing there was um I can't remember if it was right before we were recording or right after, but there was a sixth cop who had been charged over the thing. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, and, and there were some people, I don't know what the truth of the matter is as far as this goes, but there were people saying that the only reason he was charged so late is because he's the only white guy involved. Um, <laughs> Which is possible. <laughs> but it's also weird because he's one of the body cam guys. <laughs> it's his body cam oh. is one of the
1: body cams. Oh really? Yeah. So the like the body cam we're all watching is from him then. Uh, one of one of the one of them, yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
0: One of them that was uploaded, I I I can't remember which one it was.
1: Okay, I thought only one of the body cams was uploaded. Maybe I, no, I
0: no, remember. no. There was there were the three there were three different body cams and the one um pole cam. Mm. And all four of those were uploaded to the Vimeo account of the <laughs> of the city of Memphis. <laughs> Which is just so boring dystopia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's just like, yeah, the uh the 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 Memphis the city of Memphis is gonna upload this 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 murder that was committed by by their agents um to Vimeo. <laughs> <laughs> The only way it could be worse is if it was fucking live leak. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> here's a live leak video for you. Um, We're just gonna upload it. I don't know. I was it uploaded on a Friday. Was it, is that the case? Yeah, uh, Friday evening. I believe on, it was like Friday 5 or a six a bit, in the yeah. evening. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, here it is, guys. Uh, <laughs> shuffling it behind all the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Bag. Exactly.
0: Um, there was also a i can't remember there there's been a couple of movements on some there's been some movement on a couple of legal things but not as much as there should be especially with regard mm-hmm. to that and with regard to things like qualified immunity people are yelling about it but it feels almost like it's falling on deaf ears like the like the aoc had her screaming stupid fucking speech about people going after Elon omar
1: But it's like Oh yeah, I I didn't I don't think I even watched that, but I saw like her jumping up and down or something. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was positively it's it was
0: it was like a hysterical Hitler. It was ridiculous Uh looking. Um (laughs) just Ugh. But um I haven't seen anything from any of these politicians about it. Um I've seen a lot of pissing and moaning about guns is all I've seen as far as, like, what politicians have been doing this week. I've seen nothing with regard to getting rid of qualified immunity or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin Amash had had posted something. He was like, you guys really should pass that qualified immunity bill I tried to get you guys to to sign. You, really, you guys really should pass that. Mm-hmm. But outside yeah. of that, that's all I've seen with
1: regard to any of it. Yeah. I know. I... I... I don't know if I, I would have liked more. I would have liked a lot more.
0: Usually, there's some level of lip service, at least. Yeah. But it's almost like it's it's it's, it's almost like it's become plainly obvious that they just don't give a fuck. Yep. Which I mean, we we've always known. Right. But it, it's like they're not even pretending anymore. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're just not pretending anymore. Because there were, there would have been a bunch of people taking time on the on the on the floor of the House of Representatives right, to talk about least, this yeah, issue and, yeah.
1: yeah, as you said, yeah, something just an acknowledgement, something, please.
0: anything. But yeah. there's nothing. A few people have had their offices send out statements, like press releases, and it's like, but but there's nothing. Right. They're not even pretending some, to yeah, actually give a fuck. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. I don't know if I don't know if, if I've explained this before, but qualified immunity was invented by the courts. Section nineteen eighty three does not include qualified immunity. So they should the the, the, the the legislature all they would need to do is pass an amendment To Section 1983, which says qualified immunity is not real, (laughs) doesn't exist. Stop using it because qualified immunity was invented by the courts as a response to Section 1983, and the courts, just like that, the courts' job is to interpret the law. And if if they decided tomorrow to make the law say there's no such thing as qualified immunity. Right, The courts won't be able to do anything about that. Ideally, anyway. Nominally. Right. So they could do that tomorrow. That's the thing that I I think a lot of people really don't understand about the legislature's ability to get rid of qualified immunity. They could do it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact that it's taking such a push is ridiculous. All they would have to do is pass an amendment to Section 1983 that said... No qualified immunity is not real. What are you talking about? Right, because it's totally it, it, invented by the courts. I'm sorry. Continue.
1: Yeah. No, I was just gonna say it seems like there's a lot of vested interest to not remove qualified immunity. Uh, well, police unions, right? Um, yeah, the big one. Um, it, yeah. So it's like I hope qualified immunity. And again, I don't think qualified. I don't think qualified immunity. Would fix uh, this issue entirely but i think it would certainly help at least to some degree um a little bit uh and mm-hmm. the fact that there's this much struggle to n- keep it is uh kind of disheartening well <clears throat> i'm sorry i coughed as far as i can tell
0: i have a cough switch and i still just decided to cough right in the microphone um
1: yeah. <laughs> no <I'm>... no uh, <laughs> the, the listeners demand more
0: <laughs> Um. Yeah, I just uh, I I think part of it you, you you point out police police unions and that's an incredibly important part of this. I think part of it too is that um cops have done a good job obfuscating and police unions and and, and the the representatives that represent them um have done a very good job obfuscating the reality of what qualified immunity is. And again, like we said in the last mm-hmm. episode, I don't want to fall into the trap of everything we hate is monocausal um i don't think getting rid of qualified immunity solves the problem um but it it gives some opportunity for people to have some kind of um so, some kind of redress mm-hmm. when this happens um right and so 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 it's important that that it's it 's gotten rid of. And a lot of people just don't understand what it is and don't understand what it does. There's there's a number. Of, every yeah. time it comes up, somebody says, uh, well, how do you expect cops to do their job if they're constantly worried about being sued? Same way you do.
1: Right. Like, it's like, <laughs> hmm, if, if your job. A threat of constantly being sued. Maybe that says something about your job. Yeah. Or the way you're doing it. Something. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is the thing. I mean, ask a, I mean, ask anybody in a dangerous industry how they do their job every day without constantly worrying about being sued. They do worry about being sued, right. and that's why they take precautions when they do their
1: job. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: There's a reason that roofers have all these rules about, like, what they're allowed to have up there and what they're allowed to do with it. Because if you drop it on somebody yeah. and kill them, you get sued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for this, in the same way, how do you expect roofers to do that job if you could sue them for, for, for negligence? Right. Because they do it! Right. they should be sued for negligence!
1: Yeah, and also you always hear this lie that, you know, well, well, police, it's the most dangerous job in America when it's not. Oh, like, it's like Statistically, the, it's I think not it's actually like the 20, what is it, the, the
0: 25th or high, or lower, actually. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Being a, being a logger is more dangerous being yeah. a cop. In fact, I think um, I can't remember which one's the most dangerous but I think it might be longer. As far as like mm. what the most dangerous jobs in the US are. Which would make sense. Yeah, you you're dealing with trees falling down and you're also climbing them. So it's dangerous in two directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but in any case there there was i haven't seen any of the any of the normal lip service that you would see following an event like this. I've seen none of it, which is uh, on the one hand, I would expect to see it because they like to pretend that they care mm-hmm on the other hand, I'm kind of glad they're not because it makes it obvious that they don't fucking care.
1: Yeah, obvious I, to like yeah, normal they, people. Uh, right. They they've kind of dropped the mask uh, in in some ways it's like, yeah, this is a you know, uh we're going to feed you shit and you're going to say thank you. Yep. Exactly.
0: Oh goodness. Well, that was all. I was really hoping I was really hoping that we would have some updates on that
1: but yeah I, yeah i i've been i was and again i i haven't been like super super online the past week or so but um yeah i didn't see much of anything about it like i saw a few updates but nothing really, yeah. really that tangible nothing i would have well maybe expect is a weird thing i don't, yeah i guess expect because i i would have expected something a little more at least um right
0: maybe maybe massey to try and put forth uh a a qualified immunity bill Something,
1: Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, yeah. Because Massey's the only one I can think of doing something like that. Yeah, like at least pay lip service. Like at least get it in the media coverage, the media cycle. You know? Because
0: that's all anybody was talking
1: about after the summer of love. That's all anybody was
0: talking about was was qualified immunity. How we got to get rid of this thing? I mean, there were there were incredibly popular TikToks that went viral explaining what qualified immunity was. And and doing so properly, by the way, people said that that TikTok was incorrect in its description of qualified <laughs> immunity. It, it wasn't. It's right. It's exactly how qualified immunity works. So I just I <clears throat> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just expected there to be something, and there's not. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. None of yep. none of the representatives, none of the people hired to represent none of the people <laughs> hired to represent you
1: care shocking <laughs> yeah don't you feel represented yeah uh, dean yeah absolutely don't, don't, oh don't you see your beliefs up there in washington dc from your representative just
0: representative democracy i can't get over just how representative it is so, i'm so
1: represented at all times really much represented so democracy yeah
0: exactly <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, that's all I had. And I also wanted to say, to your point, actually, you'd mentioned that you hadn't been very online over the last little bit. I'm I'm going to be less online until I'm done with the bar. So it's it's one of those oh, things yeah. where it's probably sure, sure. going to be some shorter shows, uh, because uh, yeah. I'm not going to have much, probably, leading up to the bar.
1: I'll, um yeah now i'll try uh in that time to come up with like find more news stories but there's a chance i might like scrape the bottom of the barrel sometimes or just you know so it, we may have some like more wackier episodes who knows uh, yeah something yeah. though
0: and yeah. it doesn't have to be like just like that it doesn't have to be news stuff but just any any it doesn't have to be news at all talk about. yeah yeah, yeah Cause that's the yeah cause that's the thing um and then uh i'm trying to think oh um It is okay so we'll have to see we might have to do uh something that's not regular and we haven't spoken about this so I don't I don't want to go like inside baseball on scheduling and everything right now but just to let listeners know there might be the the episode for the week of the 19th um it might have to be done earlier or later or something like that because the mm-hmm. bar is that week and um it's early that week so we might have to figure something out around that. So just just to let the listeners know, there's, there's probably going to be a, a yeah. slight schedule change for that week.
1: Um, yeah, we uh, we uh, so as we approach um, that time, like as, as Dean just said, maybe expect a little bit shorter episodes because, um, you know, if anything goes bad, then it's all your fault. For demanding longer episodes, and yeah. you'll have to live with that for the exactly. Rest of Exactly.
0: You don't want no. that on your conscience. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, it gives me excellent. If, if something, if I end up fucking this up, that's who I'm blaming. Our it's all audience. That's <laughs>
1: fault. That's yeah, all the audience's fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, that's all I had. Is there anything
1: else you'd like to bring up, sir? Uh, no. So, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I have one thing, but I'll say it in plugs. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, let's do plugs then. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ace underscore arcist. And uh, in regards to my sub stack, I am still so while I'm still working on the sub stack because I am I am an admitted perfectionist. I have rewritten this a lot because I, I want to produce something I feel is like good and not like rushed. And I know I, I've given myself much longer and I, I apologize for like stringing people along while I'm still working on that. In the meantime, I am going to be posting a, a couple shorter pieces that I actually have been also working on just some like uh, other thoughts that you know aren't very long at all but are uh, too long to like uh, 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 too long to be appropriate for twitter i am going to be posting those intermittently in the lead up to my bigger article all so right. i, I did want to tell people to uh keep an eye on that i might have one up uh tomorrow or the day after um it, it's not it's not too big so it's don't expect you know a huge amount but it, it's just something i've been thinking about uh, so a few things so yeah excellent uh
0: keep a lookout for that stuff then and then uh pacing Joska on twitter j-o-u-s-k-a um which i explained i know i haven't i haven't like explained it explicitly too much but i did explain it on that episode um with uh limited supply uh i did it with him i he asked me explicitly he was like i what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> so i did explain what it means to him so if you want to hear that go listen to that episode it's wonderful yeah um, it was a it was it was great fun talking to him. And uh yeah, well we'll we'll see you next time.
1: Later, guys. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at TETC.show